Hey, have you ever been to the Museum of Tolerance? Yes, yeah. I have. Actually. Oh, me neither. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I somehow envisioned that going a little bit different. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Welcome to the Dude Catholic Podcast. I'm your co-host Adrian here with a man who won the Tour de France on a unicycle. His name's Javier Sandoval. Hey. (laughs) Our series that we are continuing is Crucify Him with an episode titled Culture. Our scripture today comes from Luke Chapter 23, verse 21. But they kept shouting, Crucify him. Crucify him. Mm Mm-hmm. Not delicious. So let's get this podcast on the road. Now, last time we kind of gave you a teaser at the end, talking about Dr. Seuss being racist. Somehow, some way in this culture, what's happened is that People started accusing people of being racist and saying, I'm not racist, has now become your sentence. Like, not your sentence, but the uh, the final nail on the coffin. You know, if you say I'm not racist, that just proves that you're racist. And that's basically the culture in which we live in. If you don't say, yeah, I'm sorry, I need to, um, you know, unlearn that racist behavior, then if, if that's not your answer, then you are wrong. No, because you are guilty until proven innocent in this culture. And uh, in the intro, I brought up uh, the Museum of Tolerance. Here in California, in Los Angeles County, there is this thing called the Museum of Tolerance. And in this uh, in this museum, they have this one little thing. I've, and I've never been to it. Full disclosure, I've never been to it. <laughs> I've, just, <laughs> I've just known several people that have been to it. I've been to it too many times. <laughs> I have, because I used to take my students there for field trips. Yeah. And there was this one thing uh, that they do where they... They ask people if they're racist uh, or if they're prejudiced. Prejudice. They they never they never flat out call people racist. And this is something that's that's uh, from from the Jewish culture, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like it's a, it's a Jewish thing. Mm-hmm. And they it's ask from people World if War they're II for the, exactly to bring Holocaust, awareness yeah. of the Holocaust. Exactly. And and then they kind of just go about making people realize that we all have prejudices, you know. And so I feel like that was that was the uh, the first domino. You know, the one that was set up and it was ingrained in our, in our culture that, you know what, we do have, we do have certain prejudices in, in, in the way that we, uh, that we think. And I, can, and I could see that, you know, there's a little truth to that because when I was growing up, I remember um, my dad who would only speak Spanish to me, um, when, when I was on the road with him, I remember whenever someone would cut him off, he would say, um, and, and I'm translating from Spanish. That he would say that it's either a woman or an Asian person. Mm. And then he would like go to the side and pass by them. And by by golly, if he wasn't right every freaking time, you know. And and whenever I got cut off by someone, I would always think about that. 
And then I would look at them and I'd be like, why do you reinforce the stereotype? <laughs> and then I would think about myself and I'm like, what the heck do I have as far as prejudices go? Mm. You know, and and it makes you think and it really does make you think, you know. So when you when you're when we're talking about the Museum of Tolerance, kind of like, like, oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, it, it's something that maybe maybe bothers me, you know, when I think about it, because we all have certain prejudices, but. We have to we have to not act like it's convicting us um, to admit that we're horrible racist people. You know, we all have certain damage that we either inherited or that's in us because of what we observe oh, in the world nature, around us. Right, right. Yeah, because we focus on the negatives. Mm -hmm. That's 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 human nature exactly. Yeah. No, but you were going to say something about about the Museum of Tolerance uh, earlier before I interrupted <laughs> you because. The intro didn't go as I thought. No, I just said that I've been to the Museum of Tolerance many times, but uh, as a Catholic, I haven't experienced much tolerance in living in Los Angeles and California. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Especially from people who uh, so uh, much devote themselves to promoting tolerance. Uh, it's interesting how. Oh, oh, and within the church and within the Catholic educational and how community. How they are the most least tolerant people mm -hmm. of other people's beliefs or uh, views and how they it's interesting how in our society how you can't reason with people anymore because the tactic is if you present in a you know let's say you're talking about you know pro-life versus pro-choice whatever that's a popular one you could also do gay marriage versus heterosexual uh, marriage um, the trans movement. Yeah, that all those. It's interesting how a person will dismiss you mm -hmm. by attacking your person and saying, you know, you're a hateful person. You're a racist. You're a something phobic mm -hmm. person. And that's how they dismiss you. That's how they completely dismiss you from being heard, oh, yeah. from having a voice. Mm -hmm. Because um, of the fact that what you're saying, everything you're saying is hate speech. And, it, and it's not even necessarily that. You know, it's going back where you're saying that the whole prejudice thing. You know, yes, a lot of us grew up with prejudice um, because it's instilled in us. We learn it uh, from wherever we learned it, whether it be from our parents or in a textbook or a movie, whatever. Uh, our friends, our, you know, different environments, whatever. But... A lot of times, too, it's just preferences. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought about that. You know, it, I, just because I have a preference, it doesn't mean that I'm prejudiced, for God's sake. Mm -hmm. Just because I have a preference, you know, uh, to hang around with people who are more like me in terms of uh, being Catholic or being Hispanic or whatever. Conservative. Conservative doesn't mean that I'm prejudiced against anybody. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's, it's gone from from something that's a preference to something that's negative. Yeah. That, that you're prejudiced now because you, you know, oh, you, and, and, and you could, you could apply that, 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 what I just said to many things. I have a belief that a marriage is between a man and a woman, mm -hmm. right? And it, that's, that's not necessarily a preference. That's a belief. No, no, that's now, truth. That's truth. That's truth. Okay, that, that's that, truth. That's I a mean, belief. Yeah, but it's a it's a belief, right? Okay, let's, it, let's, let's just. Yeah, let's I mean, I, I don't accept it, but for the sake of the uh, for, for the sake of, of letting you speak, I, yeah, letting you speak. Yeah, no, it is truth. I get it. I get what you're saying. But I'm saying is that now my 
my belief in a man and a woman, you know, being uh, uh, together, uh, and that's matrimony. The way God, matrimony, the only way that not only God intended it, but natural law. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just because I believe that, or I, I proclaim that, or I claim, I, I, I speak of that, has now turned into hate speech, right? Oh yeah. Hate speech. Now I'm a prejudice. Now I'm a prejudiced person because I I believe that marriage is between man and a woman. When I'm not innocent, when I'm not saying anything negative, I'm not saying anything negative. I'm not saying anything that in and of itself is hateful towards anyone. But because I say I believe in marriage between a man and a woman, I'm out of nowhere. I'm a prejudiced person. I'm a hater. I'm a I'm a, you know, I have some kind of phobia. I, I, I need to be, uh, I need to be rewired. There's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Right. You need to unlearn your biases. I need to unlearn my biases. I need to go to these takes classes or something. Yeah, you need which is so interesting. Cultural yeah. sensitivity. Mm-hmm. And the reason why people do that is because yeah. they don't have to contend with you. They don't have to contend with your ideas, with your brain, with your thoughts. There is no diversity of thought anymore. You are not allowed to have your own opinion. If you have your own opinion and you're away from the woke culture, then you're screwed. And you should be an outcast from our society. And And where's the tolerance in that? There's none. There's tolerance. (laughs) tolerance And the thing is, it's tolerance so long as as the mainstream is... And when I say mainstream, I don't mean mainstream media and whatnot. We know that they're with the minority. There's just... A few select people that are very loud mm-hmm. um, and very powerful and rich and controlling all our popular media. You know, um, this this episode is about culture, and what I wanted to get at now that we're like almost at the, at the half point of the episode is that is that we just had a couple a couple of big things happening in our culture. At the Grammys, there was this performance by Cardi B and Megan The Stallion, I believe is their her name, um, where it was two female pop artists that were. Basically doing uh, some pelvic pelvic thrusting um, live on TV in a nationally broadcasted show, award show, right? And and then recently this uh, this music video with uh, with the guy from uh, Old Town Road, you know, Little Nas X, and some other dude that I don't I don't know, um, with some pretty pretty obscene images. You know, those have become mainstream. Those have become very um, Quoting CNN on their report of Cardi B's performance, um, very sex positive, very sex positive. You know, and and that's that's what be what's become mainstream. You can't have Aunt Jemima on a syrup bottle. You can't have a Native American woman on the Lando Lakes butter um, box. Uh, you can't have, I mean, somehow the uh, the Malto meal guy or the cream of wheat guy is still there, but. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure they're going to take them off sometime. Um, but we can't have any of that. <laughs> the colonel. The colonel. The case of a white guy. Actually, yeah, they, they're, that's actually that's one of the things they're saying, that they won't remove the white guys, but they'll remove the black people. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. That's super interesting, which is ridiculous because it's like you would think you would want... More, more representation exactly isn't that crazy that that's is insane crazy. that Anyways, is insane because but that's our culture though like, what the heck it's working against we're upside down yeah totally all of a sudden yeah. dividing people and having like hispanic graduation uh 
African-American graduation or whatever, you know, separate from everyone else is the goal, whereas it used to be, no, 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 inclusion. We're all in this together. Yeah. You know, it's something that you still hear, but not not the same. It's not the same. Dr. King's dream is not this. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... it's 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 sad to see what our society has become uh you know and and i you know not to venture off to cancel culture but i mean that this is all down that that realm of relativism and and but it's more than relativism now it's 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 beyond relativism because it's it's, it's relativism a mor- it's moral, and then some and then some because mm-hmm. it's 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 moral authority like you know i'm right i'm superior superior to you morally and you're just a racist you're just a you're just a evil immoral person for believing that you know uh, a woman uh ha- having a baby and has an abortion is uh, murdering that baby uh and that she doesn't have any rights or whatever uh that obviously you don't believe that but but that's how they they package it um and and i don't know where you get canceled and it's funny because you know crucify him <laughs> right. it's crazy it's mm-hmm. crazy you, you talk about cancel culture you talk about crucify him you know um how many people have been crucified how many people have lost their jobs? How many people have lost their their honor, their 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 fame, their respect? Uh, have been canceled? Have been have been crucified? You know, so to speak. Obviously, I I, I don't mm-hmm. I say that in a very light way because there's nobody who will ever compare to our Lord Jesus Christ and what He endured on that cross and even prior to the cross uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane when He was sweating blood. But uh, he knew what was coming, uh, all the, all the, not only the physical, but also the spiritual, emotional pain that he would endure uh, for our sins. But, you know, um, in our society, you know, talking about council, you know, council culture. Jesus is a great example of a person that did nothing to no one, yet he was canceled. He was canceled. He was canceled. Why? Because, you know... A he few, was pretty bold, though. He, he was pretty he was, bold. But he was canceled because a few people didn't agree with him. And, and you know, and, and they had it out for him. And, and and they wanted to make sure that he was canceled. And they, conv- they convinced everybody to literally cancel him. Mm-hmm. Meaning kill him. Yeah. I mean, to the fullness of that word. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I think if 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 it was legal in our society to, to vote somebody or to decide that somebody should die. Oh, my God. How many people would be dead right now? Mm. Right. If, if popular culture could say, let's all take a vote whether this person should die. Holy moly. How many people would be <laughs> dead right now? Yeah. Right. They're talking about like canceling people to the fullness Right, that that they're the they're the they're venom, they're they're the scum of the earth. That they, our society, would be utterly better without them. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, man, I started thinking about about certain people like uh, Jordan Peterson. He'd be out. <laughs> oh totally. <laughs> He'd be out. You know, a lot of a lot of people have been ha- would be out. Um. And it's because they are strong in their belief. Mm-hmm. Strong in their belief. And just recently I saw a video. I mean, totally unrelated. But I saw a video of this man who was seeking truth. And he got so emotional about Jesus. 
I saw a video and I was like, dude, I was so moved mm. because I've been I've been following this dude, you know, and and his and uh, the way he speaks and how he's so matter of fact about things that are, and so against things that are not, mm. you know, and because of that, people would want to cancel him. People have tried to cancel him. People have tried to crucify him in the public sphere, you know, and. And I just see him still going strong, still seeking truth. And when he was talking about Jesus and believing that he existed and, and all these other things, like he got emotional at the thought of of John 3.16. You know, not not specifically quoting that, but he was saying like, and I do believe that he existed. And and he was he got choked up, dude. And when I saw that video, I was like, Oh, he's he's in. He's in. He hasn't come out and said it. Boldly, but he's in, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's at that. He's at here. Yeah. He's got something there. He's got that seed that's gonna keep growing. And you know, it, it's sad. I mean, going back to what I said about Pope Francis, and and it, it's obvious how the devil has used the pandemic. Um, uh, I know in my own life, uh, and and I, I collectively as a society, as a church, to divide us, to destroy us. Uh, that's what the devil does. I mean, that's what the word, you know, devil means to divide and conquer. Uh, Jesus talks about that, how the devil divides us and how a kingdom that's divided will not stand. But it's interesting how government has, uh, has, has continued to attack church, the churches, mm-hmm. and, and to keep people outside of the church. Because they know that if people lose their ground and, and their, their um, connection to their faith, to their, their 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 church, that they will be easily ma- more manipulated with lies, yeah. And the government will be able to, you know, or whoever will be able to continue to brainwash them or begin brainwashing them because they haven't been they haven't been able to brainwash them because yeah. for whatever reason. And now they can brainwash them because they they disassociated them from the church. And and it's sad. Like you go to church and there's not that many people there. I started going to church and not that many people there. Obviously, people are still scared. There's a lot of reasons why people are not at church. I mm-hmm. get it, but at the same token, all that, all that fear mongering, all that is a part of the plan to keep people from each other and more importantly from God. I think, and you know, I think indirectly there's a lot of that, and in the name of of health in the name of safety in the name of of you know of doing what is right and and again i am not mm-hmm. undermining the coronavirus by any way shape or form uh I, I i knew a friend of mine who died god rest his soul uh I, I still can't believe he died he was young he was a teacher um and he got the virus and it, it took him yes he had some health complications which made it worse but uh, obviously it made him vulnerable but Again, uh, to continue to use this, right, where, where mm. you can have everything else open up and, and people can gather. It's okay for people to gather at other places. You can, you can gather at strip clubs and we can have community there. You can gather at a, at, a, at a casino. You can gather at all these other places. But God forbid you gather at church. Yeah. God I've been to Walmart. At church, yeah, I've been Costco. Holy moly! <laughs> I just came from Costco. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Costco. But we've come to accept this yeah. this uh, lie 
because of fear-mongering, because of political correctness, because of whatever, that that we need to be away from the faith. And we've accepted that. Why? Because it's easy. I missed a couple of Sundays from going to church. You know, I just watched it on my totally. on my TV screen. Totally. And it's easy to get comfortable. But I got uncomfortable being comfortable. You know, uh, just a little bit before we started recording, um, we were talking with my wife and we we don't we don't stay still. We're busy people. Like we're always doing crap. Like we're doing stuff. <laughs> Heck, we got two dogs. Like we didn't get one dog. We got two freaking dogs. You know, we we have our life full. Yourself. Yeah, <laughs> three kids, two dogs. You know, they're not the same. Nope, <laughs> the dogs die before we put our children at risk. Like let's not let's not be. Oh, I'm a I'm a dog dad. She's a dog mom. Whatever. You know, like no no no. Um, we have we we know we know what's what you know we know who we are in relation to God we know who who's higher in the in the food chain you know um, but we but we love these animals and we and we do we do what we can and what the the point I'm making is that is that we can't we can't get complacent and we can't just accept what his what is given unto us because all these rules they're just I don't want to say they're enabling the devil, like, but they are tools that the devil is using to keep the faithful from being faithful. And we're going to dive into that a little bit more on the next episode. So pray for us, and we'll pray for you. Ferrum ferro aquitur. Delicious.